All right, Philip. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get back into our our cold opens. It's oh. taken us like three weeks to do so. Woo! Um, let's make it happen. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, if you were to put well, it, we're already do a great start. Oh, I know. We're already laughing. It's so funny. Okay. So uh, if you take the uh, the item of a pencil, yeah. right, and uh, you kind of put it into um, like human terms. So the the pencil and the eraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single time the pencil uh, messes up, yeah, the eraser is there to fix his mistakes. But every time he does that, a little piece of the eraser dies. Oh, I mean, that's kind of a weird, weird way to start the the episode. Why? It's not like very funny. Oh shoot! You're right. Cold opens are supposed to be funny. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Hey, we've been doing hot opens that? for Man, so long. It's like kind of seeping through. Oh no. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. What are cold opens again? It's they, like uh, they're short. They're short. Have nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um. They're funny. They're funny. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that part. Well, the most important, they end abruptly. Hey Daniel. Hey Philip, what is this? Well, I, it, <laughs> it's classic countdown conversations. And what is that? Oh, I don't know. I think it's a podcast. What do you think it is? I think it's a podcast that has to do with top tens related to media. Oh, and I think it does the best and the worst. And uh, and yep, that's it. It's called that's classic the- countdown conversations. If this is the first time you've listened to the show, welcome. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry that this is the first episode. Uh, anyways, what is today's episode about, Philip? Today we're talking about uh, schools, high schools. Particularly high school movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not just, I mean, we there's millions upon millions of high schools in the world. Yeah. There's probably, honestly, there's tons of high school movies uh, a lot of them of which we have not seen. Most of them I've not seen. Uh, as, as always, as Philip always. hasn't seen a whole lot of them. Um, however, there are a lot of high school movies I haven't seen either, but we really wanted to do this list. So uh, we're, we apologize if a movie is not on here that you thought should be or think should be. You know what I learned today? What? While I was doing research and learning that I don't see very many high school movies. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of high school movies just just about sex? mm and that's it. Yeah. And that kind of stinks. I know. That's why a couple of them that we do have on here are just honorable mentions. That's right. Because we don't want to uh, be too... We're not a raunchy show. We're not... You know? uh, yeah, we're not a we're super not raunchy show. We're not about that. Um, so... We're a family-friendly show. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently high school is not family-friendly. I, I wouldn't... We wouldn't know, Philip, because we were both homeschooled. I guess so. Uh, we were sheltered and removed <laughs> from the... The sex climate of high school, apparently. <laughs> I guess so, which is fine with me. Uh, uh, anyways, enough about that topic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, l- let's go. Is there anything that we want to say? I feel like recently we've just been diving right in. Oh. And I feel like, you know, our audience just likes us to just banter. I don't know if they do like that. Oh. I don't know. They just want us to get to our lists. I think that they... D- 
they they literally just want the list. They don't want to hear our voices even. They oh. wish that it was just a blog oh. and they could just read it. And they're Dang like, it. yes, they're right. And then be done. Honestly, I think we might be one of the only podcasts that do this like topic. This high school topic? No, the like 10 top 10 top, top list. I can't believe that. There's so many podcasts. Right. But I think a lot of people who do this for like this topic, they do it either in like YouTube videos or blogs, like you were saying, or articles yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't think a whole lot of people do it on a podcast. Yeah. So. That's why we should be the most popular podcast in the world. I know. Because who doesn't like lists? Uh, I make at least like four lists a day. I choose just, no lists a day. So I was anyway. Okay. All right. I found your sunglasses today. That's true. Where were Actually, they? Actually it was Thursday. Where were they? Uh they were in the basement of the of the church. And I don't remember taking them down here at all. I think that they were probably somewhere in the orange the, room? Yeah, in the gathering room. That makes big sense. Big room and then somebody just busted them down here. That makes sense cuz yeah. I do misplace a lot of stuff in that room. I believe it. Um well, thank you for finding those. You're welcome. Uh, I walked down the steps and you were acting real cool. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I wasn't acting. <laughs> well, I also had my sunglasses on. So we were both kind of trying to do the same joke. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I think it it took us a few seconds to really realize what well, was Well, I couldn't on. really see you because my sunglasses were on. My sunglasses. Your sunglasses. Yeah, they are pretty good sunglasses. Yeah. Anyways, sorry people, we're already getting sidetracked. I mean, you said you wanted that. I know. I, sh- I'm i just saying I'm sorry oh, to make it look yeah. oh, we all We know that they well, like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with our honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, and, like, all of them, all of these are usually considered the best. <laughs> but there are they're our honorable mentions. Uh, go Read from the bottom. From the bottom? Yeah. All right. So uh, this kind of goes along with a joke that I said earlier that we didn't put in the podcast. You know why oh, yeah. they call it high school? Why is that? Because all the kids are high. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they made the movie called Days Didn't Confuse. Yep, because that's all that that's about. Is that all it's about? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. No, I think it's it's a similar movie to another one that we have on the actual list. Oh. And I'll tell you which one it is okay. here in a little bit. All right. Uh, so that's usually... Usually in the top five of all time, Philip, but it's in our honorable mentions. Yeah, neither of us have seen it. As is this next one. Yeah. Usually, yeah, it's called uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Uh, that goes along with the joke you made earlier uh, that that's all that high school movies are about. Is about uh, what? Is oh, it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah, that, that thing that we shouldn't talk about. Oh. No, just kidding. It's a natural thing in life. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, that's all that that movie's about, yeah. but neither of us have ever seen it. Um, what's next? Also about that stuff. Yeah. Super bad. Super bad. We, and we put it as an honorable mention cause it's super bad, it's but a super it, bad it is funny. But it is a super funny movie. Uh, next, I've not actually seen the whole thing, but I, have I haven't seen the, seen the little whole bits thing. and pieces are Same. funny. I mean, uh, the sometimes. two police officers are really funny. Um, and then next, another one that's usually on the top of people's <laughs> list is uh, 16 candles. Yeah. I don't even know what that one's about. Sounds like birthdays. It's about like, so it's the girl from another movie that we're going to mention later on the list. Um, You know, that is, she's, she's like the quintessential eighties teen star. Oh, okay. Um, But it's her 16th birthday, but uh, it's getting overshadowed by her sister's wedding. Oh. So 
So there you go. With I that. see. All right. And then the, the last honorable mention is Footloose. Footloose. Which we don't even know for sure if that's about high school. I think it is. But we're pretty sure that it is. <laughs> Anyways, it's got a it's got a pretty sweet song in it. Footloose. Footloose. Kick off your Sunday, Sunday shoes. shoes. Put on those other shoes. <laughs> work for dancing like Footloose. That song reminds me of two things. Three things, actually, that, oh. and none of them are uh, Footloose. Okay. Uh, reminds me of a regular show. Yes. There's an episode where they, they're fighting over, a, like, a VHS tape or, like, a, <laughs> CD, a, a tape in a bar. Okay. Do you remember this episode? No. And Pops is singing on the karaoke machine. <laughs> is that what he sings? Yeah, he sings Footloose. Um, it reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Because yeah, of yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yep. Um, and then it reminds me of Owen Rogers. Oh, yeah, when he's in the movie theater? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's a, that's a, go check out Owen Rogers. It makes me think of uh, that other movie where he punch dances his anchor out. Oh. Uh, that's, I think that's from Footloose, is punch It dancing. is, you're right. Uh, hot, hot Rod? Hot Rod, thank you. Oh, well, should have, is that, should It's that? not, they're, they're too old for high school. Oh. I know. I thought about Hot Rod, but I was like, no, it's implied that they're at least college-aged. Okay. Um, they're kind of like our, uh, they're in a time that, no. They don't they're know not, what they want to do with their lives. Well, they're like not in high school. They are in high school and they're also in college and they're also adults. Right, yeah. It's almost like they, it could be at any point in yeah. those. But like the girl comes back from college Oh, and it's yeah, implied yeah. that they're around the same age. So I've always thought they were probably like close to mid twenties in that movie, yeah. but they're just all washouts. But anyway, when you're thirty, you'll think, oh, they were in their thirties. Uh, yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, number ten, Daniel. Number ten. So here's what we're gonna do with the first seven. Because <laughs> uh, I've not seen any of them. Yeah, uh, is I'm gonna say the name of it. Okay. And then Philip. Is gonna based on the title, um, guess what the movie's about. Okay. Although I think a few of them you do know, but I know enough that I'll make something that sounds right. Yeah. I think. Okay. So I'm gonna actually try on this one. Okay. All right. All right. right. So uh, number ten. It's gonna be great. Mr. Holland's Opus. Okay. So I know it's about music. Okay. So and I think he's a music teacher in a high school. I got I got that. I think I got that. Uh, I believe it must be a school. There's got to be some sort of adversity. So maybe he, uh, it's like an inner city school. Okay. And they got to, they got to learn how to play music real good and win that competition. And, uh, that's it. I think that's the movie. He, he wins it. Yeah. You're pretty close. Okay. So, uh, if my memory, if my memory is... Uh, helping me out okay. succeeding. Uh, he's a kind of like a washed out composer. Okay. That gets a job at a high school. Okay. As a music teacher. Um, Pretty good so far. And you know, he's, he's kind of, he's a grump, he's a grumpy old man because, yeah. you know, he, he wasn't able to do what he wanted. He was a composer and, you know, yeah, he got this job at this high school. Well, basically he finds fulfillment there. Oh. And, the end is very heartwarming mm. that I won't, I won't, uh, I won't share it here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Cause <laughs> I want you to watch the movie cause it's really good. All right. And it's music related. And it's music related. So I think you'll like it. 
Uh, so but is yeah. it about high school or is it about Mr. Holland? Well, no. So, I mean, it, that's the thing about at least three of the movies on here. Uh-huh. Is that it's more so about the teacher than the kids. Yeah. But it is at a high school. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is definitely, I mean, it's about the teacher in this in this film. Is it inner city? Huh? Is, is it inner city? I don't school? remember. Uh, it is. <laughs> definitely is. Um, oh, by the way, another rule that we have for this list is Philip sent me a whole bunch of movies earlier. Yeah. And I... Uh, and then you just scratched them I all I disqualified away. them because uh, they were either like a sports movie or a musical or... Uh, some other genre of a film, and we wanted to focus in on like just high, like it's basically just about either the high school or the high school kids or you know people that age. Yeah. So I said, "Hey, Daniel, here's a list of movies that I've seen. <laughs> now uh, see what you can do with it." And he said, "None of them." I did. I shut it down. Um, it's real, real thankful for you. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I think it's more funny when you don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, but you did you did well on that one, Philip. Right, right. Okay, perks of being a wallflower. Number yeah, nine. That's number nine. What do you think that's about? I think that the perks of being a wallflower is about me, because that's basically me. So it's okay. about a guy uh, that is uh, uh, he would be kind of a kind of a, a guy that's a downer, okay. kind of like the guy from uh, uh, Stranger Things. The brother, the brother that loves taking pictures. Oh, 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 okay. He's kind of a wallflower of sorts. And uh, it's about learning how to love yourself uh, and uh, all the hijinks that you can get in <laughs> high school when you when you learn to, to be okay, okay. With, with who you are. What do you think the tone of this movie is about? Like, what do you think the tone is? I think it's a, a comedy. Okay. So... I'd say you got 29%. Right? Hey. Uh, better than uh, none. Better than none. Uh, you know what's better than nuns is monks. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it? Just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Perks of Being a Wallflower is about uh, Logan Lerman. Who's that? Uh, remember Fury? Um, yes. The main kid in Fury? Yeah. It's him. Oh, you mean the actor? The it's actor, about the actor? The actor, yeah. It's actually about him? No, no, no. I'm saying he plays the main character. Oh. Uh, I think his name's Charlie. Okay. In the movie. So um, he's young and kind of unsure of himself. Okay, I was right. You're, you're right about that. 29%. And it's um, it's implied that that he's got some trauma oh. going on from something in, in his past. So not a funny movie. Uh. There are humorous elements, but overall, it's kind of a bleak movie. Okay. Um, basically, he goes to a new high school, and two seniors take him under their wing, a guy and a girl. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just kind of, he falls for the girl. Obviously. Um, but, but the other guy gets her. But then, there no, actually, the other guy's gay, oh. the the senior guy. Um, and then it's it's kind of an uncomfortable movie. Oh. Um, there's a so he like the the senior girl that he falls for, she kind of reciprocates feelings, but not really. And then they it kind of just goes on, and he ends up getting a different girlfriend. Sounds like high school. It sounds like high school exactly. It's very it's a very uh, accurate portrayal of high school. <laughs> um, but he doesn't really want to be in the relationship with this girl. It's just kind of like the, just... the group kind of all 
not wanted them to date, but knew it was going to happen. So he kind of yeah. just fell into it. Yeah. Well, they're at a party at one point and like they're playing truth or dare and someone dares him to kiss the prettiest girl in the circle and he doesn't kiss his girlfriend. He kisses the girl, the senior girl. Eey. And yeah, so there's just like really like parts that kind of make your skin crawl and like Ugh. make you really uncomfortable. Um, at one point, like the senior boy like makes a move on him and like all the, I don't know. And yeah. poor kid, poor kid, like he's so quiet and reserved and he's just kind of like thrown into this uh, thing. Not that they're, you know. Sounds like there's no perks to being a wallflower. Well, That's what that should have been tied uh, So then he kind of, uh, probably because I'm going to tell you this one because I know you probably won't watch it. Um, <laughs> he has like a mental breakdown. Okay. About uh, probably like three-fourths of the way in. Okay. And then it, the implications that you kind of are getting throughout the rest of the movie of him going through a traumatic experience, his aunt had like done some stuff with him in the past. Oh. But then she died in a car wreck. Okay. So, like, it just a lot of emotions and feelings kind of in his mind that he wasn't sure how to, um, how to deal with. How to deal with. Uh, but the ending actually is fairly happy. He, okay. he gets out of like the, I don't want to call it an institution, but it might be that yeah. uh, after he has his, his meltdown. Um, and then it ends with a scene that's kind of set up earlier. They're driving through a tunnel. And he's like out the back window, mm-hmm. and they have a song playing by David Bowie, I believe. Um, and it's just kind of like enjoying the smaller moments in life okay. is essentially the the um, lesson of the film. Well, so why do you like this movie uh, more than Mister uh, Holland's Opus? Because uh, it's sad. Oh, uh, and oh. it it gets. I don't know. It feels like high school kids. Like I see. you actually kind of are like, man, this this feels a lot like high school. Um, and his performance is really good in it. He must have uh, had a really awful high school. What? He must have had a really awful high school if this reminds me of high school. <laughs> All right, number eight is uh, Stand and Deliver. Do you know okay. what this movie is? Nah, never even heard of this okay. movie. So I think Stand and Deliver must be about Amazon shipment <laughs> people. And uh, got to stand up and deliver those packages. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, a kid that, yeah, he gets a delivery. You know, maybe it's an older movie and it's uh, it's newspaper delivery. Okay. And he has to learn how to deliver papers in high school and get up early. So I'd say you got probably half of a percent right. <laughs> The only thing you said that was right was it's kind of an older movie. Okay. All uh, right. And I think it, it was about but a guy? older as in like mid 90s, I believe. Okay. So yeah. it's not like super old. Um, although mid 90s is getting it's getting far away from us, Philip. It's not too far. That, I mean, that is more than far away. 95 is almost 25 years ago. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so this movie is about, again, about a teacher. This one kind of revolves more around the teacher. Oh, oh. Uh, Stand and deliver your teacher. Well, yeah, yes. so he. this is a, uh, what's that word you were saying about the Mr. Holland's Opus High School? Inner city? Inner city. Uh, this is more around kind of like that. Okay. Um, and he comes in and uh, is teaching calculus. Yeah. And the... The class that he's teaching ends up having a 100% passing rate. Oh, on the test. Wait, who 
who stars in this? He's not in a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then basically the uh, school government. I don't know. But they like who, don't believe him. Yeah, right? they don't believe that. Yeah, they, I do they know think this that movie. they cheated. That all of them cheated. Is this a straight to TV movie? Uh, I don't believe so. Possibly. I've seen it. Okay. I've definitely seen a movie very strangely like this, but I vaguely remember it being the actor from Friends, uh, one of the <laughs> Friends actors. No. I don't know what that movie is, but I think it might be the same movie that's been stolen. <laughs> I lied. This movie came out in 1988. Oh. Um, but no, yeah, uh, it's it's really good, and it, it just shows he's, he's honest. He was a good teacher. Okay. Um, he uh, inspired the kids, but he was very hard on them and, you know, pushed them to basically their limits. Uh, what are you looking up? I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to tell you if Matthew if, Perry is in a movie that I believe that he is. Oh. In. Uh, the Ron Clark story. Oh, good memory, Philip. Yeah. That I, was, I definitely did that right now. Yeah, just that was just on the fly. On the fly. I knew it right on the top. Tip top of my head. <laughs> uh, it's the TNT original. Yeah, well, we're talking about Stand and Deliver. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like the same thing, though. Okay, well, this Stand and Deliver obviously came before. Yes. It was in 1988. I saw the remake, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Although, uh, within those um, five seconds of yeah. you thinking, yeah. very miraculously thinking of what movie that was. Yeah. Uh, I looked on IMDb and uh, the trivia, and I didn't see anything about it being a remake. Oh well, so I'm not sure if uh, you can trust IMDb. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie's good. Um, stand and deliver. You stand and deliver uh, because it just shows that he was a good teacher. Okay, he was. Uh, he was very inspiring, but he also pushed the kids to basically to their limits to. Make sure that they passed. That's um, cool. So yeah, yeah. And they got good at calculus, huh? They got good at calculus. Yep. And, and then it's they a all. True story. I don't know. I want to believe it's true. I hope it is. I think it is actually. But um, and then when they all pass, they all go to the ocean, mm. uh, and get in uh, fully clothed. That's fun. Yeah. I don't. Why'd you tell me that? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching, I was like, "That is weird. <laughs> that is a weird scene." <laughs> Uh, anyways, number seven, Philip, what is it? Uh, it's, uh, it's a movie about Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Um, you know what's funny? Hmm. It's the first time I ever watched this movie. Yeah. Uh, the- You're with a mean girl? No, no. The, the <laughs> n- very, uh, next night I watched a movie called The Nice Guys. <laughs> That's funny. And that's not a joke. Uh, mm. I just found it ironic. But yeah, what do you think Mean Girls is about, Philip? Uh, so this one is about, who's the main actress in it? Lindsay Lohan. It's about Lindsay Lohan and how she's a homeschooled girl. Mm-hmm. I, I know that, yeah. right? She yeah. she comes to a real high school and there's a group of girls that are mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is not mean mm-hmm. at first, but then she becomes mean. And uh, the result of the movie is that she becomes not mean at the end. Everyone give Philip a round of applause. Yes. 100%. Yes. Uh, There's nothing I could have said more. So let's just just move on. All right. Why is this movie funny? 
Uh, Sounds awful. Sounds like a big, big prank to watch. So Tina Fey yeah. is the teacher. And she's the director too, right? Uh, or the uh, she either directed it or read it, wrote it or something. But uh, So there's a lot of kind of SNL-type humor in it. Okay. Because um, then like Tim Meadows is in it. Who's that? Um, the guy on the Even Stevens movie. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the guy that is in the episode of The Office, the yeah. Baby Back Ribs episode. Yes. I love him. Uh, he's one of the teachers. And he's really <laughs> funny. And so basically the setup is she was homeschooled, but she lived in Africa. Oh, so she was like a missionary. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when she comes back, you know, the first scene, she's kind of um, comparing high school to the jungle. <laughs> oh, geez. So it's like, you know, it shows like the jocks or whatever, and they're acting like monkeys. Yeah. So it, there's just funny humor like that in it. Um, and then, you know, the... The dynamics between the high schoolers are just really funny. I don't know. It, it's a humorous movie. Okay. Um, it's more quirky than like Perks of Being a Wallflower or something like that. I um, see. See, yeah, because when it when it first came out, I was in high school. I think. Okay. And I remember thinking, well, I don't know what year this came out. I probably I probably wasn't in high school. Uh, you were probably around that age. Uh, but anyway, it just looked like another dumb high school movie yeah well that's the thing is on the surface it does but it actually ends up being fairly funny so that's what i've heard but i just don't believe anybody and one of the main girls gets hit by a bus at the end oh that's good yeah that might be worth watching she doesn't die but uh, what's the point but it is very abrupt and (laughs) you're not anticipating it it's really funny um but okay, so let's move on. Yeah, what's next, Daniel? Uh, number number six. This is one of my favorite high school movies ever. Okay. Juno. 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 You know what? I don't know if you you know this, but <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it at least once before in the podcast. Yeah, uh, maybe twice. <laughs> so let's see if I know what this is about. Yep. I th- I know it's about a boy and a girl. Mm. And he gets the girl pregnant. Mm. And it's about how she wants the baby and he doesn't. The other way around? No? All right. It's about how they learn what it's like to be parents before they become parents. Um, I'd give you like 50. All right. A 50. All right. Maybe, she gets pregnant Maybe though, like right? 55. I, I remember scenes that she has a big belly. Yeah. Okay. So it's Ellen Page uh-huh. um, and starts out and she's pre- she gets pregnant mm-hmm. um, with Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, thing is, Michael Sarah's not in it a whole lot. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, it more focuses on her <laughs> trying to find a husband and wife. Um, to take the baby. Oh, so I was kind of right. Yeah, uh, but you're right in the fact that, like, she kind of is learning as she goes that um, what it's kind of like to be mature and be, you know, it's a coming-of-age story. Okay. Um, Is it funny or is it serious? Or is it serious funny? It's serious funny. Okay. Um, A lot of the humor comes from the scenarios. Yeah. um, But it's not, like, an overtly, like... Comedic movie. Yeah. Um, Michael Sarah, you know, there's humor with him, but it's just because he's an awkward kid. Yeah. Um, like there's a there's a really funny scene where th- he's running track, mm-hmm. and uh, one of his buddies runs up to him. Yeah. And they have like a 15 second conversation, and the kid's like asking him about you know what it's like to know that uh, he's gonna have a kid on the way that type of thing. Yeah. 
and it's just like really awkward. And then once they kind of it kind of dies off, the kid that ran up's like, "All right, well, see you after gym," and just like <laughs> runs away again. Um, uh, but then, so it, it more so focuses on her, Juno, um, Jason Bateman. Oh, he's in there. He's the husband of the couple that she's thinking about giving the baby to. Okay, and then Jennifer Gardner, who's oh. the wife. Um, and some, uh, relationship dynamics kind of start to un- f- unfold oh. that you're not really expecting. Oh. But then also it's like, kind of throws you for a curveball because you're thinking one character is kind of made out to be the antagonist, but then it ends up being the, the other. other one? Yeah. So it's, it's engaging and you're kind of, you know. The, who, who directed this movie? Uh, Shoot. You can't just ask me that, Philip. Yeah, I can. You can't just ask me that. You're IMDb and I'm in there. Uh, Jason Reitman. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done like a whole lot. Okay. Um, at least a whole lot that you would know. Okay. Um, just like Felipe is Patreon, you are IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> He's asking me questions and it just yeah yeah you- um. Uh, but then J.K. Simmons is in it. What? He's Juno's dad. Oh, he seems like a good dad. He's, he's that would so, be a good character to have as oh, a he's, person he, that of a daughter has yes. a daughter that wants. He's so pregnant. it's really when she tells him about it, and he you know he asks who the boy is. Yeah, she like tells him, and instead of being angry, he's like disappointed. because yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> such a nerd. Um, but then you know it's kind of like. It also when it the scenes between Ellen Page and Michael Sarah are they're pretty like cutesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a very simplistic relationship, yeah. um, but you can tell that they honestly care about each other. Okay. Um, so it ends it ends happy. Um, and it ends with them, uh, you know, Juno and the boy on good terms and stuff like that. So it, it's a good movie. That's good. Uh, it was up for best picture, I believe. Really, the year it came out. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I like this movie quite a bit. In fact, I kind of want to watch it again. All right. Um, but yeah, so you were, I'd say you were about half right. Okay. With the with the plot. You know what we've been half right about? What? Uh, you know, how many listeners we have and how many of them want to become patrons. Oh. We've been, we've been about half right that some of them want to do it. Oh, oh, okay. That's not really true. It's been should about. I, should I call out to Kathy? Oh, I just don't really want to. I just don't want to bother her today. Okay. She, like, I know. she's been watching football. Well, we had her yeah. fly in from Colorado just yeah. to do this today, but we won't. We, we just won't bother. Yeah, I don't, I mean, she's been like She doesn't around. care. Yeah, she's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No need to have the music today. Okay. Um. Oh. Did, did you hear she? that? I think she might be up. Well, I mean, we don't have. I don't think. You don't. Okay. No. No, crap. Get out of here. Shoo. All right. I really hate it. I, I just hate it when she bothers us. I like know. That. Why does she think she can just enter in the room like that? I don't know. Man, this is awkward. Why is she still here? Oh, wait. We should uh, we should take some um, science classes and get some more chemistry <laughs> for, for this bit right now. <laughs> okay. Because uh, for whatever reason, we're just firing, but... They're Nothing's missing. Happened. It's missing. Nothing's happened. Our our yeah. neurons are missing right now. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna do it, Philip. We're gonna do it right here while we're recording. Okay. Philip, 
Huh? What is what is Patreon? Oh, tell me. That's funny. You should ask. So yeah. Patreon is a thing that um, we like to have, <laughs> uh, and the reason we like to have it is because we we care about our show. Yeah, we do. We care a lot about our show. We put a lot of work into it. Though I do recall earlier saying we shouldn't do that because that's too much work. But, <laughs> um, but outside of that, small moments like that, we put a lot of work into this show. Yeah, we take time. We, it takes about two hours each week uh, for us to do this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, but uh, it could take us um, just as long, but we'd get more money for it. It's weird how that works. Yeah. Uh, if more people gave us money. Um, so <laughs> how it works is we, we, and we'd probably do more to the show. I'd, oh, for show. Sure. I'd probably like make some cool, more, some more cool music, more cool music, some cool, more music, more graphics. Yeah. Really cool graphics. More, more behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'd actually finish putting our episodes on YouTube. That's true. We'd probably go out and about and muck around yeah. out in public yeah. and put it on Patreon. It would be great. Um, but we, we would do like Billy on the streets type of stuff where we'd go out and talk to people yeah, um, and ask them what, you know, what their lists are, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're the kind of person that says, wow, that sounds great. I wish I could do that. How do you do that, Daniel? Oh, uh, you give, you go to, uh, classic countdown conversations on Patreon and you donate yeah, to yeah. our, to one of our three tiers. Yeah. Uh, the, the first tier is it's a $5 tier and it's um, called fluffy curtains tier. Yep. And uh, you get behind-the-scenes footage that only you get if you become a patron. Oh, she must have heard us talking about it because the music just came on. <sighs> it's okay. It's all right. No, she's she's just going to bother me now. No, it's okay. For the rest okay. of the day. Just, she's just, like, why don't you call out to me it's like okay. you always do. If, if she says anything to us when we finish the episode, we'll just kind of push her down. Okay. She doesn't have that much self-defense anymore. She's old. She's, she's getting frail. up there. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. What is she, like 92? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's okay. Uh, literally, I could just push her over with my finger, and she'd yeah. probably break like her hip and maybe some ribs. Maybe and we should. We'll, we'll just leave her here until next time we come down and record. I think I might accidentally do that. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, or, well, and here's the thing. If we if that was just with one finger, we could both go and just drop kick her. Yeah, wow. And then she would never leave again. Although that might, I kind of want her to leave though. Maybe we'll do it out in the parking lot. Yes. We'll be like, yes. oh, Kathy, come out here. We got something for you. Oh, and then we'll drop Daniel, kicker. What? There's one small flaw. What? We need somebody to press play on the music. Oh, you mean moving forward yeah. after that? Yeah. Hmm. I think we have to keep her. Dang it. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a $5 tier okay. and then you got the $10 tier. Uh, the $10 tier, that is the Hitler Bowser tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you get the same stuff. Behind the scenes footage you get uh, to be our best friend, but you also get an annual gift, mm-hmm. which, by the way, yeah. is gonna. Uh, it's gonna in change about here four soon. months. It's gonna change something else. So if you want a classic countdown conversations gift from this year, from this year, uh, go no, ahead this, and join. I'm sorry, this season. This season, although no, because we didn't start doing Patreon until January. Well, so that's gonna be. I guess it is this cutoff. year. Then. It is actually yeah, it's by years. Year. Yeah. Uh, it's not by seasons. Um, but, yeah, if you want our gift from this year, then you better go join. Yeah. yeah uh, and, and if you join, then maybe look into joining the $100 tier. Yeah, which is called the I'm Rich tier. Uh, and that that's the same stuff that you get uh, with the $10 tier and nothing more. That's right. Just the pride of knowing that you are rich. Yeah. 
and, and that you're helping out the little guy. That's right. And there's a little known fact that you can always add more to your pa- to your patronage. Yeah. Uh, you you don't have to just do ten dollars or a hundred dollars. You could do fifty if you wanted. But yeah. Oh, for if sure. If you were like in into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would be, but you could. Yeah. Maybe you're not as rich. Yeah. You're, you're just like half oh, rich. You're like I. I am rich, but I don't want to spend a hundred. Yeah. So I'll do half of that. I'll do fifty. Now listen, here's don't be a cheapskate. No. Don't be a cheapskate. Cheapskate. <laughs> uh, but let's say you're in high school mm. and you don't have a job. Um, get it. Get the money from your parents. Get the money from your parents, and then if they don't have a job, mm. all right, right, find them one. Find them a job, and then have them join a Patreon. But the other thing that you could do is tell your friends about our show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's basically... Uh, tell your rich friends about our show. Very specifically, your rich friends. Yeah. We would like that rich audience. Okay. I think that's it. That's it. You We're can, affiliated with uh, Sonos. I'm just tired of that. Okay. I don't want to deal with it anymore. All right. We're, we're going to drop kick those yeah. things. Those don't have any value to me. All right. Nobody's done it. Well... <laughs> And I don't believe anybody will do it. <laughs> All right. Um, I already know that if uh, I yell to Kathy right now, she's not going to turn off the music. So I'm just going to go kind of push her out of the way and okay. then turn it off myself. Okay. All right. So you can uh, you can go ahead and talk about our next one, what you think it's about. Oh, okay. Uh, so number five is American Graffiti. Now this, this one, I'm not so sure about. You see, uh, I would normally think yeah, that, like American Graffiti, off. would be about like kids that are uh, in the inner city that really love doing graffiti. But I happen to know this movie has, I think, Ron Howard in it, and he's not that kind of guy that would really want to, you know, graffiti up the place. So. Um, I think it's about Ron Howard and how... He's an artist. Oh. Yes, how he's an artist. And uh, he he learns how to make artistic graffiti. Is that your guess? Yes. The only thing you got right was Ron Howard is in it. All right. Well, why did you trick me then? Oh, because I wanted you to get it wrong. Um, American Graffiti. So this one he is... He drives in a truck. Remember, yeah. So remember when I said that uh, Dazing Confused, yeah, was similar to another movie. Yeah, um, that's this one. Uh, oh, Ron Howard gets high. No, <laughs> so basically, Little Ronnie Howard. Basically, from, it from hey from my favorite show. Well, actually, did you know that this movie was kind of the reason why Happy Days exists? <gasps> I love Happy Days, and he's on Happy Days. Oh, um, is it? So the show really should have been called Happy Days with a Z. <laughs> no, this one's not <laughs> as much about getting high. Uh, uh, this one is about a, gr- a group of graduating seniors. Okay. It's their last night before they go off to college. Oh. So it's basically they're just driving around town all night. That's fun. Um, and it's about the, you know, the relationships, the dynamics of all the kids. They're... The fact that they're having to leave some of their friends and, you know, the younger classmen are, are sad, stuff like that. Uh, that's what American Graffiti is. And 
really, this is probably the only good thing George Lucas ever did. <laughs> I, it surprised me when I saw that he directed it. Yeah, because... Did he write it at all? Uh, uh, I can't imagine I that know. he did. Um, because you know what they say about the Star Wars movies, Philip? What's that? Is that uh, the first one was saved in editing. Yeah. And the second two weren't directed by him, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, Is that true? Yeah. He didn't really direct the other two? No. What did he do? He, he like, sat there? helped produce and, and stuff like that, but oh. he didn't direct them. Um, so, yeah... Uh, this is probably the best thing he ever actually did was American <laughs> Graffiti. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a nice little, I, I like movies like this to where it's more about the sentimentality of things, yeah. you know, um, longing for the olden days and stuff like that. You know me. Yeah. It's you know very, how I long it sounds, for the olden days. sounds nostalgic. Yeah. Yep. Sounds uh, like Daniel's nostalgia. And like American Graffiti, I feel like it's just an iconic movie. That it, like even if you don't if even if you've never seen it or you don't really know what it is you probably are familiar with that name and yeah. that it's a classic Hollywood film. I had no idea that it was about high school. Yeah, tell but you, you what, but you but knew that it was a thing, it, right? I knew that it existed. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I feel like it's it's engraved in pop culture even if you don't really know what it is or you know anything like that. All right. What's number four? Number four is Dead Poet Society. Now this one. I've got a lot of ideas about. Okay. So, dead people. It's a ghost. It's a ghost high school movie. So, dead poet, and they love poetry. So, <laughs> but a lot of spooky poetry, I guess. So, uh, uh, and it's yeah. I mean, like, what more do you need for a synopsis than that? I guess the end is that they they learn that um, not all poetry has to be so spooky. All right. Um, zero? <laughs> Did you have any other guesses, Philip? Um, no. Okay. No. Okay. I think that's about as close as I can get. So this one is the... I guess it's about poetry, though. So this one rounds out the uh, the trilogy of teacher high school movies that okay. we have on the list. All right. Um, and guess who the teacher is? Is this the Robin Williams mm-hmm. one? It is. So Robin Williams uh, is basically he comes in and he is teaching poetry. You know, hey, literature. so I did get a zero. Well, obviously Give about me some poetry. Cred. Give me some cred. Okay, all right. Anyways, um, so he he basically teaches these kids that poetry and literature doesn't have to be so like boring and stale, and uh, he really gives these kids a passion for um, like the arts and stuff like that okay. uh, throughout the course of the movie. Um, it's, it's so it's kind of just like him bonding with the kids and the kids really like looking up to him as a as a uh, authority figure and as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and something towards the end uh, happens. Okay, I don't want to give it away. Um, uh, that kind of leads him to leave the school. Uh, ghosts. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. And then you've probably at least seen or know of this scene. It's where they all stand on their desk at the end. Oh, kind of. Okay. Uh, and they say, oh, Captain, my captain. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's this yes. movie. Um, oh. And it ends with him saying, thank you, boys. And he walks out. Are there no girls? No. Nope. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's all. I don't remember if it. I think it's an all boys school. Okay. Um, 
But just that that and that scene just gave me chills thinking about it. It's really wow. good, Philip. Okay. I think don't watch it with Lindsay. Oh. Because um, it it's probably the most depressing one on the list. Oh. Um because they all die at the end. Huh? Mm, no, but <laughs> uh, maybe you and I could watch it sometime. Okay, but it's really good. All right. Um, he, it's probably, it's probably either his best or second best performance ever. Wow, Robin Williams. Uh, the is fact, this like one of the first movies that he did? He more is serious? younger. He is younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Goodwill Hunting didn't exist, then I would say that it's for sure probably his best performance. That's another him being a teacher, right? Uh, he's a therapist in that. Oh, okay. Um, but if that one didn't exist, then this would definitely be number one. But Goodwill Hunting gives it a run for its money. So, gotcha. uh, okay. All right, number the, three, the top three. Wow. Uh, wow. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. So here's the thing: you you haven't seen it. But I know. Very surprisingly, I've, I'm very surprised you haven't seen this movie. I'm surprised uh, I haven't either. Uh, but I'm sure you know what it's about. Everyone knows what this movie's about. It's about uh, a group of kids that um, are just the worst, <laughs> and they get. Hey, into say a, say it like a like a stupid um, rom com trailer voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Breakfast Club, more like Losers Club. This movie's about all your favorite kids getting detention and having a good time while doing so. Uh, they also sneak out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's not, that was actually more of like an 80s trailer. If you go back and watch 80s trailers, they just like go beat by beat through yeah. the movie and tell you what's going to happen. Uh so literally, I, I haven't seen the trailer for this movie, but I bet you anything it's it's like um, no one likes school, <laughs> especially Saturday school. Uh, you're going to join these five yeah. wacky characters on their adventure <laughs> as they come to terms that they're all human <laughs> and uh, the social classes in high school are meaningless. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's probably something yeah. like that. Uh, this is John Hughes, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so is 16 Candles. Oh, yeah. In our honorable mentions. And he so likes it, high school. So is another movie. I'm another one. Too. Um, but yeah, so this, honestly, this is probably when most people think of high school movies, it's probably what they think of, I would assume. I, I think it's one of the main ones. Yeah. Um, so it's about the the our five our, our five heroes. Oh, our five they're all heroes. Um, they're all flawed heroes, Philip. Mm. Um, that get Saturday school detention. Yep. Um, I, I guess it's all day. That I think sucks. they're there for eight hours. That sucks. Um, the principal is there, or the, whatever he is. I think he's the principal. Sucks for that principal, and too uh, man. No wonder. Well, he's a jerk. Well, that, no wonder he is a jerk. That's true. He's having to go to Saturday school with him. Uh, but basically, you get the five kids, and they represent pretty much the five different like uh, personalities you okay, might right. come let across. Me, let me try to figure out what those yeah, five are. Okay. Right, you got you got the the cheerleader. Uh, well, let, okay. There's two girls and three boys, so maybe that will help. A two bit. girls and three boys. Yeah. All right, you got the nerd. Mm-hmm. You got the jock. Yes. You got the punk. Yes. You got the okay. So now it's two girls. Mm-hmm. The pretty 
girl and then yeah. the not pretty girl. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so yeah, you got right on with the three boys. Okay. You got the nerve, the jock, and the punk. Okay. Um, with the girls, you get the the pretty popular girl. Yeah. Which is you pretty much got, uh, and then you get the uh, quiet weirdo. Okay. Okay. Um, with the other girl. They're all beautiful. They're all yeah, and obviously like they they probably try to make the the awkward girl a little uglier than she actually was. <laughs> uh, but uh, this movie has become so engraved in pop culture that you probably have seen so many m- other movie scenes like either parody it or yeah. like do something with it um, that it's originated from this movie. So there's like there's the montage later on in the movie where they're all they all kind of finally realize that they can get along even though they're from different like personality types mm-hmm. and, and cliques and stuff like that. Uh so it's kind of just a montage of them having fun. And the three boys are like on the table and they're like walking like this really close <laughs> to each other. Yeah if you saw the visual, not me doing it right yeah. here on the yeah. chair, but actually saw it then you'd be like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Um uh but yeah so you get Emilio Estevez in this movie. Mm. He's the jock. Okay. Uh, you get the girl from Sixteen Candles. She's the popular girl. Yep. You get the that guy that played all the nerds in the eighties. <laughs> he's the he's same guy. In, in Weird Science. Yeah. Uh, all the you know he's in all those. Uh, Big old thick glasses. Yeah. Uh, but the main character is is. You know, he's the punk, the punk kid. Oh, that's the main character. That, I would say that he's the main. Oh, one. I thought I figured that they all kind of equally got. The they main do. Part. I mean, they're all like, I'd say the nerd and the the quiet girl are probably get the least of the screen time. <laughs> Figures. Um, but the punk is definitely <laughs> John Hughes. <laughs> John Hughes lived an incredibly sheltered life and didn't realize, <laughs> you know. He was extremely rich growing up, and but he didn't realize he was rich. Oh, really? That, does he say that's that? all his characters and all? I mean, think of uh, well, we'll get it to it in a little bit. But yeah, that's true. Now, they, they're now incredibly that I know what you're rich, about to but say. but yeah, they never make mention of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, rich white people. Rich, yeah. He grew up in California. Yeah. He, you know, he was. Anyways, uh, <laughs> nothing on him. I love John Hughes. He yeah. just didn't really realize. You know, because because nowadays, if you made the Breakfast Club, then yeah, you probably the have people? you probably have maybe three white kids. Yeah, definitely an African American kid, yeah. probably an Asian person. Uh, we should make that trailer. <laughs> uh, but but you know, back then they're all white. Yeah. Uh, so he he just kind of lived a sheltered sheltered life growing up. But yeah. anyways, um. Uh, so yeah, so it's just them kind of, uh, they have kind of a powwow at one point where they're, they just all lay into each other and oh. like <laughs> point out each other's flaws and yeah. you know, why they are the way that they are. Uh, the principal pulls aside the punk at one point and takes him into like a, like a storage closet and oh. just like yells at him. Oh. And, uh, this, this guy, the punk who, you know, the whole movie's put on like this facade that like nothing gets to him. He like starts like to break down in the, in the closet. Um, so there's a lot of heart to it that, you know, you, you probably wouldn't realize if you're just looking at it on, you know, face value, but do they escape? Is that a thing? Uh, no, they don't escape. They, you know, they run around the school and stuff and try to avoid him and whatnot. Um, but they write him a letter at the end. The principal? Yeah. And they're like, they're like, you can't 
Can't tell us who we are. Oh, we are who we are. We are who we are. You can't um, mold us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I you know, see. They're rebelling. I see. Um, but then, you know, the school's huge, so they basically leave the day realizing that they will probably never talk to each other ever again. Oh. Um, because of their social circles and because, yeah. you know, certain people, you know, the pretty uh, popular girl, her social circle are going to treat the others like outcasts and yeah. the jock is going to hang out with the athletes and stuff like that. So uh, it's basically just them having uh, one day together where they kind of bond and stuff like that, but they go their separate ways at the end. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> number two? Uh, number two. Is this mine? I don't know whose this is. It's mine. Okay. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> okay, so number one and two, Philip has seen. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just talk about Napoleon Dynamite because okay. I freaking love this movie. Okay, so you need to defend this this yeah as being higher than the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Okay, yeah, because that's right. You wanted you want Breakfast Club to be. I higher, wanted right? Breakfast Club to be higher, even though I'd never seen it. I it just, can be, but well, okay, that's not something you can say on the podcast. <laughs> We must be firm in our Oh, whoops. Decision. No, Philip, this is why it's number yeah, two. Yeah, there you go. Um, I like this movie because it, it takes the sense of, you know, I, when you're living life, uh, and I think this goes for a lot of people, um, if not everyone, but movies kind of encapsulate, or encapsulate, that's not even a right. Encapsulate. Encapsulate. Uh, they kind of capture big moments. You know, which is fine. That's the story. Mm-hmm. Storytelling is about capturing the big moments of something. Yeah. Um, but when you're living life, not a whole lot happens mm-hmm. big on like a day to day basis. It's when you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, a lot happened that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you're living it, it doesn't seem that way. Um, that's what I love about this movie is it, ju- it does just seem like a day to day life of these teenagers and this <laughs> high school out in Idaho, like yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, uh, you know, they, they go to the dance, they mm-hmm. run for student body. Uh, they get a job at a chicken farm. They, <laughs> uh, you know, his uncle comes to watch them cause his grandma injured yeah. herself. Yeah. Uh, they see a cow get shot uh, by a school bus. Um, they do karate. They, yeah, they go to a taekwondo yeah. scam artist. <laughs> uh, the uncle and Kip try to, you know, sell things throughout the movie. They're trying to get like extra cash. Oh, it's just like things that when you look back, you know, you and I may look back five years ago and be like, "Remember when we did? Remember for two months we did this thing." Remember when we did a podcast for a whole year? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we realized no one likes it, so yeah. we gave up on yeah. it. I mean... Uh, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. Uh, no, and yeah, so you kind of just like look back on it, and you're like, I guess I did do a lot that year. Yeah. But at the time, it just is mundane, and it's life, and you don't think a whole lot about it. Yeah. Um, that's what I... And I, I think this movie... Everyone overlooks this movie um, as either being overrated... Because mm-hmm. it was huge when it came out, yeah. Um, or they, or they kind of pass it off as being um, an awkward uh, movie with really no like motivation to it. Yeah. And I, I've never gotten that out of this movie. Um, I've gotten the sense of just like, and you know, it's kind of cheesy and kind of cliche, but 
just be yourself and you'll be accepted by people mm-hmm. is kind of the lesson. Like my my favorite aspect of the film is throughout the movie, you know, he's playing tetherball yeah. by himself. And at the end. And at the end he gets someone to play tetherball with him. And it's because he helped out his friend and was himself and everyone accepted him. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just so uh, quaint. I think that's what I like about this movie is that it's not over the top. Yeah. It's just like, you know, that that almost looks like just watching a home video of someone <laughs> in high school. Um, uh, yeah. I love all the characters. They're all hilarious and have a little bit more going on, uh, you know, underneath the surface. And I don't know. I just love this movie. So how long did it take you to perfect your Napoleon Dynamite uh, impression? My impression? Yeah, because everybody that ever saw this movie decided that they were going to be Napoleon Dynamite uh, and get their impression down. I don't. I don't have like the voice down. I uh-huh. do. I have the the run. Oh yeah, you do do the run pretty good. Um, and the the dance at the end. The dance. I do something. One time I was in a theater group. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, we were supposed to go up and. Uh, one person was supposed to be doing something and the other, another person was supposed to be shadowing them. Mm. And the audience had to guess what they were doing. Oh, uh, But the person had to shadow them until they stopped. Well, I went up and started doing the Napoleon Dynamite dance. Nice. And I went about five seconds and everyone was like, Napoleon Dynamite! <laughs> I was like, thank you, I'll see you all next year. And I <laughs> ran out of the building. Yeah, uh, sweet. Uh, no, yeah, um... I, this this movie makes me laugh more than any other movie Whoa. ever. Uh, Whoa! Every every time I watch this movie, it makes me laugh harder than I laughed the previous <laughs> time, and I find new things about it every time that make me laugh. I believe it's been a long time since I've seen it. I I probably watched it like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I when I when talking about comedies, it's definitely my favorite comedy. Gotcha. Of all time, it just it's just something about it hits a nerve with me, and it makes me laugh. Man, oh man. Uh, do you have anything to say about Napoleon Dynamite? Well, you kind of took it all. Okay. So, no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay. your favorite part? Because there's so many different little bits in this movie. Um, my favorite part is probably when, at the, well, there's two. One is when they get the, like, the time machine. <laughs> uh, and then two is when... LaFonda and what's his name get married. Kip. Kip. Oh, and they get married. Yeah. That's at the, the end of yeah, the credits. It's, yeah, it's not even in the movie. Uh, that's also well, I, actually, in like LaFonda coming out of the bus. Yeah, that's a pretty good. But I, I think there's just so many. I love when he goes out and feeds Tina. Yeah, and he gets so angry so quickly that this llama won't do what he <laughs> says. <laughs> uh, but I think my favorite aspect of this movie is that is Kip's character arc. Yeah. Because he goes from <laughs> this nerd to like this gangster. <laughs> yeah. Because of La Fonda. Yeah. I love that scene when uh, Napoleon's been working out to his new uh, tape yeah. that he got at Goodwill that he also <laughs> found a freaking dagger at. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he comes down to the kitchen, he's all sweaty, and he like is drinking his Powerade. And he's like, Who are you? So <laughs> La Fonda, he doesn't like freak out or anything. He's so nonchalant about it. And she's like, I'm waiting for Kip or whatever. And then Kip comes down and he has like gold chains and like a backwards hat or a bandana or whatever. And he's just like acting like he's too cool for her. And, you know, he he gives Napoleon life advice. I don't know. (laughs) That whole scene just makes me laugh so hard. Um, How Napoleon drinks his Powerade (laughs) is really funny. Uh, I don't know. 
Good, good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I th- feel like when uh, Jared Hess was directing it, is yeah. that, am I right? Did I just pull that out of my butt just now? Yep, that Jared was Hess. awesome. Uh, felt so like it felt like I won a won a competition just now. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like every moment he was like, "Okay, how can I make this more like uh, extraordinary?" Yeah, in some sort of way. So when you drank that power, it'd make it ridiculous. Yeah, just like, yeah. Uh, and when you're feeding the llama, you know, get angry really quick. <laughs> so I like that. Oh, my. I appreciate that. There's just so many details that are just like I, I've i never seen in another movie before. Like <laughs> the when they're when they're at the chicken farm and uh, – they're they're eating like freaking gross like hard boiled eggs and drinking <laughs> this like juice that they've made out of egg yolks. Yeah. Uh, one of the farmers starts talking and can't understand the word he's <laughs> saying. Uh, and then the other one like pats his chest twice and he's like, "I can't find my checkbook." <laughs> oh, I pay you a change. That's another one of my favorite lines. Is right after that, Napoleon's counting the change on the table. He's like six dollars. It's like a dollar an hour. <laughs> Uh, my um i uh what is interesting about this movie now that we're talking about it yeah is that it's like very ordinary but also like nothing is like none of it would ever happen at the same time yeah well but the thing i mean we grew up in dayton so maybe it would never happen here could happen but it could happen out in a hick town like that out in the middle of nowhere um uh, you know what's funny? Speaking of my my theater days, yeah, back in the very early days, I knew uh, two brothers, and their names were Jared and Chris Hess. Really? Yeah. I always uh, thought that was so funny growing up. I was like, "Hey, you you directed, you directed that movie, Napoleon Dynamite." Yeah, they didn't though. And you know what? He went on uh, to direct after this. That sucks. What's? Oh no, it doesn't suck. Natural Libre. No, 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 no. Can't no. stand that movie. I love it. Made me laugh three times. Compared to Napoleon Dynamite, which I never stop laughing. He also directed another movie after that that I think is funny, from what I hear. Oh, really? Uh, from what you mean? From what I hear. I never saw it. It's got the two guys from... Uh, that They're like a comedy duo that do music. Oh. Uh, and they had a show on... Not MTV. HBO. Oh. What uh, are their names? I don't know. Ugh. Oh, we'll look I it got up Jared Hess and then my memory just broke. <laughs> it's okay. That was the most impressive thing you've ever done on the show. I think so. Uh, all right. All right. What's number one, Philip? You tell me. Number one is another John Hughes film. Yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh. Uh, this film is amazing. And this is the first. This is, like you said that Breakfast Club might be what people think of. Yeah. I, other people might think that, but I think. No, Ferris Bueller's I, Day Off. And that's what I was going to say was, to me, this is the quintessential high school film. Yeah. Uh, even though they don't spend a whole lot of time in high school, you know, in the yeah. actual school, uh, it's about just, I don't so, know, this movie's got so much heart to it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. When, how old are you when you first watched this movie? Um, I think I had, like, grown up watching it, you know, just when it was on TV and stuff. I Yeah. First time I ever... Watched it front to back was probably like middle school. Yeah. I um, feel like I watched it young, which is surprising. Yeah. Because it's got some more adult themes in it. Well, but, it's got some language in it. Yeah. But um, I uh, I guess it's not too, yeah, it's not too adult. No, no. 
Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, uh, you know, I think that I wanted high school to feel like this movie. Uh, so it did its job. This movie made me sad at points that I didn't actually go to school because I wanted to skip it. <laughs> you can't skip homeschool. Exactly. You can't um, sleep in too long. Uh, this movie is in my top 10 of all time. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it might be, I'm going to say it, Philip. Oh. It might be a perfect film. Whoa. Name one thing that's not good about it. Um, the, um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, th- now there might be some like technical things here and there, you know, every, not, um, no movie is like absolutely without its flaws, but like as far as performance, uh, you know, story, all that stuff, characters, writing, yep. like I think yep. it's, it's perfect. It is really good. Um, but yeah, who, uh, who's your favorite character in this film? Cameron. Yeah, same. for sure. Fer- Ferris has grown on me as I've gotten older. He's a good character. Yeah, but Cameron's just Cameron. You, it's because you don't meet a whole lot of people like Ferris. Yeah, to where they're so outgoing like that. Yeah. Um, but we all have a little bit of Cameron in us. That's right. Uh, I love the part where he, <laughs> uh, where he's in bed and he's like singing. <laughs> That's his intro into the movie. I love that. And then I also like when he gets in the car and he starts slamming on the steering wheel because he doesn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. He's like mad that Ferris got him (laughs) to do what he wants to do again. Uh, Ferris is like, I bet you anything he's sitting in his car debating whether or not you should come at hard cuts to him. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think my two favorite scenes in the movie are uh, the phone call scene. Yep. When they call the principal yep. and, uh, he, you know, he realizes that first Bueller's on the other line and it's really Cameron acting yes. as Sloan's dad. Um, and then obviously the, the scene where the car crashes at the end. Oh, of course. That, uh, I love that scene cause everything's built towards it at that point. Yeah. Like that is the, that is kind of the climax of the film. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to see Ferris get home without getting caught, but the movie's almost more about Cameron's character arc. It is. Because Ferris doesn't go through any change throughout the movie. You're right. Cameron's the one that's written as the, as the protagonist. So just to see him finally um, stand up at the end yeah. is just like so uh, satisfying. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it has my all-time celebrity crush in it, so. Oh. Cameron. I've, to- I've told you this. <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, my all-time celebrity. No. Uh, Sloan. She's got to be like 80 years old now. She's not that old. <laughs> She's just so gorgeous in this film. Well, but uh, not, not my wife. I know. I know. That's why you don't yeah. have to chime in. You know what my favorite line is in this movie? What? That is a funny line, Philip. <laughs> Too bad we had to cut it off. <laughs> oh, my. Um, okay, yeah. So I think that, uh, and when we came up with the idea for this You list, know what my favorite line is in this oh, movie? Oh, jeez, what? Um, when... Uh, That is another funny line, Philip. Uh, too bad we had to cut it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. What was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, when Philip and I came up with the idea for this list. Yeah. 
uh, right away, we both were like, number one's going to be first Bueller, right? Right. So we didn't even have to argue yeah. or debate or anything. We well, just, it, it helped that it was the only movie that I'd seen, basically. Well, no, you saw Napoleon, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, this movie is just, I don't know, I just love it. If you, have, if you ever seen Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite, if you've never seen Ferris Bueller or Napoleon Dynamite, go out and check them out. Yeah, I'm, I would be surprised if somebody's not seen it. But Ferris there, Bueller? There's probably some some sheltered person out there that's yeah. never seen it. Uh, but yeah. It used to be that my family would watch this every time we got sick. Oh, really? Yeah. This that's and uh, Princess Bride. Mm. Princess Bride's good. Both of both of those movies have someone that is sick or pretending yes, to be the sick. The kid and yeah. and yeah. So uh and oh and this movie has uh a Charlie Sheen performance. Oh yeah, that's great. He's basically playing himself now. Yeah, yes. Which is really weird. And this is two episodes in a row that we talk about Charlie Sheen. And you know who Charlie Sheen's half brother is? No. Emilio Estevez. No way. Who's in the Breakfast Club? That makes sense. Uh and yeah, Emilio Estevez is much, much better <laughs> than Charlie Sheen. Well, you know what time it is, Daniel? To check stuff. It's time to check stuff. Okay. What's uh what's your uh prediction today? I bet no. You're right. <laughs> your your suspicions were correct. <laughs> uh, this, I don't like that this is such a short segment of the show. Wouldn't it be nice isn't it gonna be nice when we have more followers and we get more ratings and then yeah. it becomes like an actual segment? An actual segment. Where we are like, oh, thanks for rating us. It's so great that you do that. We love it. You know, here's the thing. If this, this show talk if now. this show never picks up traction, we got to delete it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, delete it from history. Because if someone stumbles across after we're dead, and yeah, there's only like there's, so you know, there's five, five seasons of, and it never picks up traction, we can't leave that kind of well, legacy behind. That's kind of like how people that like were are now famous artists for like paintings. That's true. They just never got popular, and then they die, and they're like, "Oh man, Vincent they're Van so Gogh. amazing!" Yeah, but That's see, how, we're well, gonna be the painters of podcasts. Podcast, okay, okay. Then we we can't delete we can't it. Can't delete it. All right. We gotta let people know how great this podcast was uh, as soon as we're dead. That'll be <laughs> on our funeral. The problem is that neither of us have social media that we really do like too much with. Yeah, I know. And but uh, we we. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only way that we can broadcast it to people is if we die and somebody at our funeral, we have to put it in our wills. That in our funeral, you must say, listen to all 8,000 episodes of Classic Countdown Conversations. The funerals will go on for a month. Yeah. That, well, I like how I like how we're, we're kind of talking as if we're going to die together. Well, yeah. We're going to have like our funeral on the same well, day. <laughs> we are going to. That's our last show. Is oh, that we oh. shoot each other at the exact same moment. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Let's do it. Episode sixteen hundred. Yeah. Well, and then it gets on the news too, because it's like That's true. Least two, popular two podcast. Brother in laws, they shoot each other for their podcast episode. <laughs> Man. Classic countdown conversations. Go check it out. <laughs> it's wonderful. It says it in their will right here. It says it says this. Piece of paper with all the blood on it. It says, <laughs> go check out our podcast. <laughs> this was the only way we can market it. <laughs> it's the only way they knew how. <laughs> like, what did they do for a living? Oh, this one guy worked with computers. <laughs> they didn't know how to market. 
<laughs> this other guy, he never went to school. <laughs> he had no skills. No. No. He worked with dirt. He had... <laughs> He had a bunch of movie tattoos on his body. That's <laughs> all I knew how to talk about. <laughs> mm. Well, well, we love you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.